Hello, loyal listeners. Brent here. Just a, a little bit of uh, corrections and omissions and changes. Um, one, I identified the wrong Star Wars actor for Wonder Woman 1984. It's actually uh, Pedro Pascal is in the movie as Maxwell Lord. Um, so, yeah, uh, if I can catch mistakes like that and do tags like this, I do. Um, the other thing I just wanted to mention, uh, because he was so nice to us and did such a fun little interview with us, <clears throat> I had to uh, send out congratulations to um, PCO, a uh, professional wrestler who was on the show uh, a number of months ago. Uh, as of this recording, two days ago, he uh, captured the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. And PCO was so nice to us that, like, we, we couldn't not mention it. So congrats to PCO on his his championship belt. Uh, hopefully we will have him again on the show. But until then, enjoy this episode. Set your phases to sexy. Everybody like good, to go. good to go. Good to go. Yeah. Where are we going? It's crazy. Hell. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of True North Nerd. Yay! So it's uh, all the original crew this week. Yay! Jay is back home. And Yay. not sick as much as I was before. Yes. Yay! <laughs> So we have Kevin. Hello. And Ryan. That's me. And the previously mentioned Jen. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> At least some people. Well, she's my favorite. Yay. <laughs> you don't live with her. That's why she's my favorite. <laughs> uh, this week, we're going. it's basically going to be kind of a news week, I think, more than anything else. But we might get, like talk about Christmas a little bit, since it is that time of year. It is. I saw a film a, in the cinemas the other day. Yeah, I know, I and I'm a little just because I haven't seen it yet. I've been watching Crisis on Infinite Earths. I've seen two episodes of it. So I've seen I. three. I've been watching Star vs. the Forces of Evil because oh, it's on too. Disney Plus, and I love it. <laughs> I hear that's good. It's so funny. So we will start this episode like we start every episode with the news. Ryan, what do you have for us this episode? I have trailers. Trailers and trailers and trailers. It's, this has been two weeks is, filled with new trailers. Is this, is this news pack filled with basically trailers and people passing away? Because that's what no, I was looking at when I was going through the news and I'm like, that's oh. about That's the space right here. Is what, the trailers? The trailers and dead people. You know yeah. it's a podcast and people can't see that. I'm showing it to him. They don't need to see it. <laughs> okay, so let's get started then. Okay, so we'll start. We got a Wonder Woman trailer, finally. It looks yes. good. And it dropped on a weird day. It dropped on a Sunday. Yeah. They showed it at the Brazil convention. Yeah. Yeah. Lots just, of interesting news came out of the Brazil convention. That's true. Actually. So um, what did everybody think of it? Everybody, cool. everybody saw it. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm How guessing. did what's his face come back? That's, that's what I was That's the question. mystery of the movie, I would imagine. Uh, I thought it interesting that they showed that sort of civil conversation between Diana and Kristen Wiig's character, who we know is playing Cheetah. Yep. But we never saw Cheetah. Apparently, they did show an image of her in the com- at the convention or mock-up or something Ooh. like that. You got something on your you eye. Say, What's that black thing on above your eye there, man? No, it's right here. On your eye. 
There you go. I don't know what it is, but it's gone now. <laughs> Leftover Leftovers Mandarin Leftovers, but yeah. Say, Kevin's molting. <laughs> he really got into the Mandarin. Yeah. Face first. <laughs> Um, I like how the it was it was paced like weirdly, which is odd to say about a trailer. In some ways, you didn't really learn too much, but and the use of uh, New Order's Blue Monday mm-hmm. in the background to like hammer home like this is in 1984. Oh yeah, and all the old cars and the fashion, mm-hmm. and I love how Gal Gadot can make 80s fashion look good. <laughs> like, she's just an attractive woman. Yeah. She looks good in anything. She can make anything look good. <laughs> And who's the actor who's playing Maxwell Lord? The actor? Yeah. Um, he looked very oh, familiar. Oh, is that who that was supposed to be? Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, okay, uh, I didn't know. Uh, what's his name from um, uh, Rogue One? Oh. Uh, Caspian? Yeah, the guy who played Caspian. Oh. I need to Just rewatch in... this trailer. I don't remember. Anything. He's not in it too much. Yeah, no, I didn't realize that was supposed though. to be Maxwell Lord. I was too Lord. busy That's trying to figure okay. out why What's-His-Face was still there. Hmm. Um... I really liked the uh, how the the colors of her costume really seemed to pop in the trailer. Like, if that's mm. the way they're going to look in the movie, like they just really seemed bright and colorful. Yeah, even well, though 80s. they were beat up. No, no, but I don't mean in an eighties kind of way. Like in her her actual Wonder Woman costume, which looks the same, but you can see like the red looked red, and it was you know. It just really popped. You kind of get the sense from Warner Brothers and from all the interviews floating around that when you... So, when you have a hit that is a part of what basically died as a franchise, right? Like, this was supposed to be part of the huge Justice League Mm -hmm. thing, which... If it's, it's, it's on not the, it's, dead, it's, it's on life support. I was going to say, because well, just today they did announce, or at least there's talk of there finally being a release date for the Flash movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. But. Which they still have. They've a, also said, the producer of uh, Birds of Prey has also said, that is in no way connected to the other DCU movies and isn't really connected to Suicide Squad. You mm. can say that all he wants. Yeah, they're but not really doing Harley Quinn's in it, so that makes it connected to the other ones, and they can easily connect it to whatever they want. Wait, wait, they're saying Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey aren't connected? That's, That's what, what your husband just said. out and said, apparently. <clears throat> oh, I thought you meant they weren't didn't connected make much to Wonder sense. Woman. I think it's basically because they didn't want to bring Jared Leto back <laughs> and explain, <laughs> because the end of Suicide Squad is her being broken out of yeah. uh, Blackgate or whatever it's called, right? Or Whatever prison they yeah. had, they had them in. So it's I think it's their lame excuse of like not having to bother with the explanation of why he's not in the movie at all. Well, you just show at the beginning, have her decide that she doesn't want to be around him. The trailer makes it kind of seem that that that's she's trying to stand up for herself and yeah, but be on her own. In so the film, yeah, yeah so you don't so have to. I think that's Didn't why he die. Well, no, no, quote unquote, die in Suicide Squad. No, he's at the at the very end. He yeah, remember she breaks he breaks, breaks her, her out. out of prison. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> How many times did you see that in the theater? I don't know, like three times. Like three I times. did not see it three times in theater. No, yeah. we did. Yeah, you did. Did we really? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was the weird movie that we probably saw more than any because we movie saw it together. Year. Then we went and saw it with Tracy. And I think we saw it at least one more time. Did we seriously see that movie three times? Yes. That's not true. I'm pre- we at saw least, it at least, at least twice. twice. I don't believe Cause you. Because you, you and I definitely saw it, and then we saw it with what Tracy it? and yeah. Taylor. Oh, man. And I was there both times. So, I, you know, we agree. Clearly, yeah, you lost really your mind. I don't trust either of you, so. 
<laughs> well, go back and listen to episodes from back then, and you'll find out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we got that trailer. Yeah. Oh, I really like the part just before we leave. Uh, when she's riding the lightning, like lassoing from lightning bolt to lightning bolt, that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that movie. Yeah. I liked the uh, cocking the gun and popping the bullet out and then swatting it with her bracer. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool looking move. <laughs> I, oh, as I was saying, it kind of feels like like there's two ways Warner Brothers could have gone with this. They could have micromanaged the shit out of it because like this is the this was yeah. the big hit. This and Aquaman, you can't fuck this up or you well, you made it work the first time. Go nuts. Yeah. And then it looks like it's the second they went with is trusting the filmmakers to make a good movie. What okay. a novel concept. Uh so we got a Black Widow trailer, finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one looks pretty good too. Yeah. It was a good spy movie. Yeah. We're gonna Red Guardian's him. in it. Yeah, I, I, I like well in the little bit we saw of him, we you know squeezing it back into his outfit and being all like, oh look at it, it still fits. I thought that was pretty funny. Also, continuing Marvel's tradition of hiring Oscar-winning actors for roles in their movies because Rachel Weisz is in this oh, yeah. film. Oh yeah, oh, that's <laughs> and we're finally gonna find out what happened in Budapest. Are we? I don't. I don't think, think so. so. Uh, that whole thing was set in Budapest. That city that they panned over yeah. was Budapest. Well, okay, so the and thing the movie's is, obviously set in the past. But yeah, it but sounds it's... like it's set between Civil War and uh, Infinity War. I think we'll find out what happened in Budapest. Maybe, but I don't think it's the thrust of the movie. Yeah, because like, I don't uh, think it's. Oh, the, I'm not saying it, it is, it, but it's all that story. I mean, I I, I want to go and see it. I'm just I'm not as excited for it as I have been for other Marvel movies. But I mean, I was the same way about Black, Black Panther, and it ended up being pretty awesome. So yeah. I'm not going. I'm not expecting to be disappointed. I'm just not overly excited for it. My my sort of question mark is, and I had this. I had a long argument with other Ed about this. Is his thing is like, well, are people going to see it? Because it doesn't sound like this sets anything up. This is kind yeah. of your standalone Black Widow movie. And due to it being in the past, and we know, uh, what is it, Eternals is the mm-hmm. the next one after it? Well, the, this do, probably won't really tie into Eternals much. I, I think that by the end of Black Widow, we'll have a new Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And so we're setting up the next... Avengers. Okay, so that that's where you think it ties in. That's my gut. So one of the characters in the Black Widow movie will end will up be, probably the one that she's fighting with. That's her, I guess her, her sister. sister. Yeah. Air because that, in the comics, that was Black Widow two, the, yeah. the blonde one in uh, uh, Devin Grayson's run. Yelena, something wasn't it? Yeah. I think she'll end up becoming Black Widow, and we'll join the Avengers. Maybe. Ooh. And speaking of Black Panther, I read a rumor this week that maybe Storm will show up in Black Panther 2. That's an interesting idea. She could now. Yeah. That would also explain why, like, they kind of soft announced, yeah, we're going to do one, but they didn't really say anything until that X-Men deal was done. Yeah. Or the Fox deal, I should say. Yeah. That would be a good way to kind of slide the mutants into the universe. Or start to, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without making another X-Men movie. Yeah. That Storm could show up as a 
major player in because yeah. well, his love interest from the first one you can easily write out yeah i liked her that no, was i uh, do but she's like, right yeah, yeah yeah she was fantastic but wasn't uh it's been a long time since i've seen that movie and my brain is exploding from you know first week of work uh-huh. uh did she at the end of that movie end up going back to helping people yeah that she, she went did. back she, being she her undercover Wakanda, and yeah. we didn't see her in either infinity war or endgame so yeah. it's possible that even though he still kind of pines for her it was like that was the the childhood crush and now that he's king he moves on to and storm which would be awesome and depending on who they cast as storm too right yes. mm-hmm. i really liked the actri- actress who played her in the newer x-men movies i know she's too young to play or a love interest but mm. i i assume she I is assume. she looks like it at any but rate. i really liked her in, in the x the more recent x-men my movies. dream casting regina king or is she too busy being a Watchman? How she's in the current Watchman TV show? Uh, and I'm not is, watching that. I'm she not watching is the Watchmen. Really good in it. She's uh, she's also an Oscar winner. Yeah, she I'm got her really start good. on Two Two Seven. Remember that sitcom? Two, I two, used to watch that. Yeah, she was the daughter on Two Two Seven. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Um, maybe. I don't oh, know. her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think she'd be an awesome story. I, I don't want this to sound negative, but she's kind of like the new version of Alfred Wood, Woodard. It, oh. Like, really talented actress who can fit into any genre that you want. Is You know, we need her in an Oscar-winning film. Bam, there you go. We need her in Star Trek. Okay, fits yeah. there, too. Well, remember back in the day before Halle Berry got cast, the rumor was Angela Bassett. Like, she's got that kind of vibe. Angela Bassett, would, back in that time period, would have been great. But my my dislike of Halle Berry is pretty widely known on our podcast. So, All right, next news item. Uh, next, okay, so next trailer, we got live-action Mulan. I, I didn't see that yet. one. Oh, we haven't seen yeah. that no, one yet? I completely it forgot. Good. It, of the live-action was- ones that, that have been coming out recently... That's what I actually want to go see in theater. It's not a slavish recreation of the well, Disney movie with yeah, songs it, and a and dragon. No, no dragon so far. No it's, dragon. I know. It, well, it's, it's the, a wushu movie. Yeah, Don't dishonor it, on your cow. <laughs> it's the mix between the Disney film and the actual like historical historical story that Mulan is based off of. I really only watch trailers when Brent goes, "Hey, have you seen the trailer for this movie yet?" I had completely forgotten it had come YouTube. out. To be completely honest with you, yeah. It's... So I'll have to remember to watch that one. Mm-hmm. Yep, you will. Uh, we're getting uh, we've got the trailer for season two of The Boys. The Amazon uh, exclusive show. Yeah, which we knew was coming. Yep. But nice to have a little bit of confirmation. Yeah, we so, didn't finish season one. No, we st- we still can. Yeah. It's still so sitting many there. Shows. I know. Uh movie that came out of nowhere that you texted me about and Free Guy. I totally called that. Starring Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> we were watching the trailer and I'm like, is he an NPC? And then he puts on the glasses and I was like, Hi, I win. <laughs> It's it. It looks like a fun Ryan Reynolds movie. It does. It looks like a, like Ryan uh, Reynolds just having a good time. I'm curious to see how it does. Well, yeah, I'm curious to see what what's the story. Okay, great. So he realizes he's a character in a game, and he more or less breaks the game by breaking away from his mm. role. But what's the actual goal? What's the story in this thing? So should be I interesting. Be, I haven't watched that trailer yet. He has to be a good guy. 
and stop because it looks like the game. Yeah, but that what he's, does he stop? Look, let me finish. It looks like the game that he's an NPC and is a game where you're a bad guy. Like Grand the Theft user Auto. Is a bad guy and goes around and commits crime. So that's why he's a bank teller and the bank is robbed constantly. Mm. So his role is to be the good guy in a video game full of bad guys. Yeah, it looks like he lives in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah. Online, because there's a lot well, of people. They, yeah, I assumed it was the online version, because it's <laughs> yeah. uh, way more whatever people. game yeah. it is. <laughs> anyway, I think it looks fun. I would go yeah. and see that. Oh, well, probably will. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, we got uh, oh, Lost in Space uh, 2, season 2. We got a trailer for that. which uh, I, show that I one, forgot existed. There was a yeah. season 1? Oh, yeah, it was good. Season 1. Uh, season two actually starts. Uh, it comes out December twenty fourth. Yeah, well, on Netflix. A, that so. seems to be the way Netflix goes. Is yeah. here's the trailer, and the show comes out in two weeks. Yeah, it's... remember the and movie like it because after friends. season two, you'll never see another episode. Goodbye, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Really? Yeah, it got canceled. Son of a bitch! But it sounds like they are going to continue on their own, like Rift Tracks. Yeah, except they have the rights to Mr. Science oh, Theater. So it, Netflix didn't buy the property. I guess that, that was part of the Kickstarters. They got the property back. Um, they're doing a Twitch channel where they're going to, which I don't know how they'll work. But like, I know a lot of the movies they do are public domain. Yeah. But yeah. not all of them. It's, well, well, they could focus more on public domain ones. Yeah. Or, or get the broadcast, pay to get the broadcast rights. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad it's not totally dead because I love that show. It's so yeah. funny. Well, it just Netflix has a history lately of two three seasons, two or three, two or three and then you're like, done. One day at a time. Love that show. Gone. You know, uh, Lucifer was only they. they no, they picked it. Back, it they picked they? it up because well, it was a. It was on cable. Yeah, they saved it from from being canceled off of TV. So. But how many seasons has it has it gotten? Oh, I don't know. The next. I think I got two on Netflix. Yeah. Two so far. Yeah. Which put it up to a total of five. Yeah. I think. All um, the Marvel shows. Hmm? Uh, most of the Marvel shows were three, two to three seasons. Yeah, yeah but... The, there, there is extenuating circumstances, yeah. but it, still. And those were expensive shows to, to make, too. So, mm. um, so oh, we got a James Bond trailer. We did? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I haven't watched that yet, either. It's very James Bondy. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of James Bond. He finally has a car with gadgets. Yep. Yeah, I liked Skyfall, and that was about it. Casino Royale one. bored me. I almost left the theater. <laughs> oh, I liked Casino Royale. Yeah, I've liked all the Daniel Craig. Ones. I, I didn't love Quantum of Solace. That's the that was the last. Skyfall was the last. Yeah, no, Skyfall wasn't the last one. There was another one. No, no, Skyfall only been three. No. Right. There's been four. Casino Royale. Because Skyfall, that's the one the, the guy Google. with the cat it was in the last one. He wasn't in Skyfall. Remember? The guy yeah, that was the Quantum cat. of Solace that he was in, wasn't it? Then not. that wasn't the second one, because you said it was, was the second okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Second one was Quantum of Solace. James Bond. What's the guy's name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Craig. Daniel Craig Bond movies. Skyfall, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, No Time to Die. That's the and new Spectre. one. Thank you, oh, Spectre, the one that everybody forgets, forgets because, but that's the one that had the 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 big bad, like the the the, the villain with the ring and the, the has like the octopus on it or whatever. Yeah, that you know he's in this one as well. I do like him as James. I think that he makes a very good James Bond. 
for who the character of James Bond is. He does a fantastic job. They're just not movies that really appeal to me. The, the thing that I am not looking forward to is the countdown to the uh, right after that film opens of who's going to be the new James Bond? Yeah. Why can't James Bond be a woman? I still think Idris Alba should be James Bond. He'd be a good choice. I'd be down for that. Yeah, that might make me like the series again. I think Daniel Craig is looking for other fun things to do too. <laughs> well, and just the, I will talk about later the physical the demands of being well, Bond, like he, and he broke time, his leg last time. He pretty much every time he films one of these movies, he gets injured somehow. So, and you don't want to get typecast where those are the only roles you get from now on are suave spy person. Right? Yeah, I kind of well, think he's that's why pretty, he's been taking like the I love weirdo Logan roles Lucky. that he does. Yeah, yeah I was that's just a prime of, example. Like, Logan Lucky, he was fantastic. Such a good movie. He did that. And, like, while not a successful film, right after, like, what, the first or second Bond movie, he did Cowboys vs. Cowboys Aliens. And aliens, yeah. And like, he, he's going directly away from the James Bond category whenever he makes a movie. I know we watched Cowboys vs. Aliens. We saw it in the drive in. It's, it's, I it's remember forget- absolutely nothing yeah. about it. I must admit, neither do it's, I. It's a forgettable movie. Yeah. And Harrison Ford's in that one, too. Harrison as, Ford is in it? Is he as the alien? Kind no. of a bad guy. Yeah, he's kind of the grizzled. Well, he's kind of a nice. He's, he's like the, the grizzled old cowboy. Show yeah. You know what? I'm getting it mixed up in my head with John Carpenter. Yeah. John you probably Carter. Are. John Carter. John yeah. Carpenter. John Carpenter is somebody else. You're getting it mixed up in there, too. <laughs> Let's see what else I can throw in there. Yeah. Cowboys versus aliens mm. versus vampires. Uh, then the other, I guess the last trailer on my list, I saved it for last because because it's going to spark the most talk. No, we, maybe, but because it's Ghostbusters, and I know I liked the trailer, and I know some people here didn't like the trailer. Meh, because yeah. some people are party poopers. I thought it was okay. It's he's the party pooper. Okay, it's a Ghostbusters movie. Ghostbusters movies are fun. This trailer was dour. Yeah. See, everybody always puts Ghostbusters. Oh, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. I never it was said a, it was no. a comedy. No, I, I said it's she fun. It's, it was a comedic movie because it had comedians in it as well. But when you watch Ghostbusters 1, I wouldn't call that a comedy. No. Like, you're not sitting there laughing and laughing and laughing. It's There's jokes. Laugh, it's got comedic beats. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters 2 is a little sillier, but it's also not as good of a movie. No. That's why in my brain I divided it into Ghostbusters 2 and Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. That's why you thought it was two movie. movies. Yeah. <laughs> and even so the, the the answer to the call Ghostbusters, I think that was maybe part of the problem with it. Like, it, was too I mean, it was just a little too silly, like a little too comedic versus trying to be we should reiterate everybody at this table. Oh no, we still loved it. I, love yeah. that movie. I still like the movie. Yeah. But maybe, you know, had they gone a little more serious on the ghost stuff, a little less jokey, I, dancing I, in the street stuff. It's not like I'm not going to go see mm. it, because I will. It's a, I Part of me thinks that they wanted to like add gravitas to a movie that won't end up being that heavy as the trailers sort of portray it. You know what I mean? It's like it, like they want to bring in the nostalgia <laughs> feels with this first trailer. Well, for sure. And, if you're, you're going to show Ecto one of, and the old yeah. proton packs, you're 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 pressing the nostalgia button right so, there. But what? me at the end of the day is we know this movie is like, and from even from this trailer, it's kids who have Ghostbuster packs and are fighting ghosts. 
that there's no way that will be super serious at the end of yeah. the day. You can't. It's also not what I want to see in a Ghostbusters movie. No. I don't want it to be Goonie Busters or Stranger Ghosts. Stranger That's the, the thing I've things. seen it most compared to is the kid from Stranger Things is in it. Like, well, well when, I like that they're holding to the lore of the Ghostbusters that they've already established. Like the mining company that we see, you know, that's uh, Shandar, Shandar Mining. Shandor oh, is it? was I the guy who designed Dana's apartment building and built it with all those strange minerals that nobody built them that way. Well, there's the mine he probably got those metals from. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah, there's the big sign when the kids are walking up. And as soon as I saw the Shandor, I was like, wait a minute, I know that name. <laughs> Look up the wiki and it's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. And then there's, uh, I guess, uh, in the German trailer that came out, has a mm. few extra scenes that we don't didn't see. Like There's one where you see like the, the little sister and I guess her school friend She's got the proton pack on, and they're out in the yard, and she like shoots it off, and he's got the ecto goggles on, and so whose kids are we betting them on? Egon. I'm down. He's, yeah. he's the Ghostbusters grandchildren. Yeah, Egon's grandkids. I'm thinking and daughter. You, you got you know you got spores and molds and his that collection in the under in the underground. Um, could be interesting. You know, they're saying you know ghosts haven't been seen for thirty years. It's like mm. okay, so. Did he find out about this mine and buy, and the, buy farm the farm out there case. to keep an eye on things? Is there something else go- that he built going on out there that's now breaking down, and that's why things are like it? Almost looked there was like one in the one shot, like a big, uh, almost like a big pressure, like a big vat or something that could easily be you know kind of looked like the Ghostbusters uh, containment unit, unit from the cartoon. Like big like that, so it's like, was that maybe what's going on over here, or yeah, maybe I think like it's I the said, first it's trailer. Like I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I, I mean, I I, I still want to go see it, but yeah, my impressions of the trailer was well, the first time I was well, the first part of it, I was like, is this supposed? To, is are they going to make this a horror movie? And then they and then I was like, are they making this a drama? And then. Then the kids are driving around Octo One, and then the kids <laughs> blasting, are driving around Oct- chasing Slimer. And then I'm like, is, is it a comedy? Like, where, where, what are they trying to hit? It didn't really... It, it seemed to me it didn't have a clear idea of what it was supposed to be. And usually, and I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but usually when a movie doesn't know what it's going to be, it doesn't end up being very good because it tries to be everything to everybody. Yeah, but this so, is the t- first teaser trailer yeah, where they're, exactly. they're trying to feed yeah. you the, the member the berries. online reception yep. do it has been split, though. Like, it, it's people like, yeah! And other people are like... Eh. Well, like, nobody's outright said like, "Oh, this looks awful." Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not no, saying no, it looks no. awful. I'm it's... just saying what I've seen isn't. Yeah, there will be more me. trailers, and I'm sure that will help. And uh, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm going to go see it because you know you two, Brett and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, just like I was Should for the last up? one. <laughs> Maybe be those nerds in line. Maybe don't bring your big. Goo pack though, because then you'll be using up a seat. No, we won't, we won't bring packs. But if we're gonna dress up, you know what that means. You gotta bring Ed. No, well, that yes, but you have to fit into your costume. Yeah, I have to lose weight. Either yeah, that or get another Ghostbuster shirt to put on underneath it and have your zipper open. Mm. So that way we can. Do I gotta it. lose weight regardless, so that's not a bad idea to do it for. There you go. You have time. When's it come out? 
next summer. Okay. And so that's it for trailers. Okay. That I have on my trailer list. So are we going into the sad part of the news now? Sure, go for it. It's sad. So Carol Spinney died, passed away this weekend. For those who don't know, Big Bird, Bird, Oscar. Oscar. Mm -hmm. I assume multiple other Muppets, but those are his two mainstays. No, really. Spinny mostly just did Big Bird and Oscar. He wasn't like one of the core Muppeteers from the Muppet Show. He was strictly a Sesame Street guy. Mm -hmm. Mm. And those were his characters. But he had retired from Big Bird a while. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, Big Bird's been done by a puppeteer named Matt Vogel for the last... Inheriting the costume and the so. back problems that come yeah. from it. Yeah. I hope they improved it at some point. I don't know how much they could. Yeah. I, I I read probably the, the loveliest sort of like oh story about him uh, from a, a comic book writer, Jen and I really like Katie Cook. Uh-huh. She tabled at a convention right beside him and his wife for a weekend. And apparently it was one of, it was one of the shows she did where she was pregnant. And uh, told him about the story about like when she was a kid, she had a yellow bird feather in like a case, and told everybody it was like Big Bird's feather or something Aww. like that. So he sketched like Big Bird with like it, like in an Altoids case or something yeah. like that. So like thought you would Big Bird was like thought you would need this, Katie, and was like it's a little feather in like an Altoids Aww. case, and she started bawling like a baby because she was pregnant and like. <laughs> Hormones all over the Honestly, place. Honestly, I'd probably start bawling. Yeah, like yeah. Too, no, it? but like, like she was, like she just said, like I was, like I just a mess. Aww. And uh, that was one of the better stories that I I heard out of the whole thing. Like lots of good things. No, nobody coming out. Nobody and, has come out to say that stories. Big Bird is an awful human. No, being. Big yeah. Bird no. was always one of my favorite Muppets. I remember as a kid watching um, Follow That Bird, mm-hmm. where he ends up being the blue bird of sadness. <laughs> I kind of want to see that movie again because I don't really remember it. Somebody linked to linked to a YouTube video of Oscar the Grouch hosting the Toronto Santa Claus Parade. Oh yeah, in the I 80s. remember that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you want some interesting, uh, um, I Carol Spinney memories. The Muppet performers on a whole, all of them Sesame Street guys, and that. They're, they are at their best when they're doing stuff like that, <laughs> talk shows, game oh, yeah. shows, yeah. all that sort of stuff. One of the things I like watching as of late is uh, I'm pretty sure they're all owned by the same company, but Vanity Fair, Wired, GQ all do these videos with people like things that I can't live without and stuff like that. Yeah. And every once in a while on one of these, they throw on a Muppet. Like the yes. latest is uh, they did the autocorrect interview with the Muppets. Yes, you know, with the like, Sesame Street Muppets. Well, yeah, with uh, and Elmo was like, Elmo can't read, so the person who was holding it read it for him. It was so cute. <laughs> I think it was uh, Variety. Variety does a lie detector one, and they just recently did like <coughs> Big Bird and somebody else. I didn't watch but, that one, but yeah, I did see it pop up. Yeah, it's a it, it's a little sad. He was a little bit on the older side, but that doesn't make him any less like yeah. Meh. And then... So there were three deaths in the Star Trek family since we last recorded. Yeah. Three. Oh, wow. Three. Well, one TV. Uh, yeah. So the first was uh, two, about almost two weeks ago now, and that was Daisy Fontana. Yeah. She was a writer on the original Star Trek. She also she wrote... She was the first female writer on Star Trek. She wrote the pilot for Next Generation. Like, she worked on the Bible for Next Gen. Uh, she started as Gene Roddenberry's secretary when he uh, w- had a show called The 
lieutenant before yep. Star Trek, uh, but she always wanted to be a writer. She's one of the few women in the 60s who wrote science fiction and action the, drama. And the sort of sad thing is, is the reason we know her as DC, it was uh, an acronym that makes sure that she was taken seriously when right. she handed in scripts. Yeah, because yeah. her name was Dorothy. And she I heard her on podcasts as recently as this summer. Mm. So it was a bit of a shock, even though she was over 80. Um, she, uh, she was a vital... Woman, she was on the um, American Film Institute board. Uh, she was like a writer emeritus for them. Uh, she she had continued to write right up to the end. Yeah, so. I remember she wrote a bunch of the good books too, in like out of Star Trek. I can't yes. off the top of my head. I can't, but it's one of those names. That's where I recognize it more than any of her television writing. But she passed away. Then uh, a minor one. Uh, uh, in the grand scheme of things, but uh, Marina Sirtis's husband died suddenly last week. As yeah, well. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, so that's why she's taken a break from uh, from Twitter and um, and that kind of thing. But the big one, of course, was just this past weekend with the death of Renee Bergenois, uh, who played Odo on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah. he was seventy nine and died of was it pancreatic cancer? No, lung cancer. Lung cancer. Yeah, that's right. Um, I saw him this summer at Star Trek Las Vegas, and yeah. I didn't know he was sick. Uh, so, um, but he had a long, long career as well. Oh yeah, he I'm was just, in I'm Benson. Looking. His first Little role Mermaid. was was Father Mulcahy in Mash, the the movie. film version. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Which is the I think that's kind of the one bad thing about the TV series is when you think of Mash, you automatically think of Alan Alda and all those yeah. guys, and you forget that like. Oh yeah, there was a movie that was really good. Yeah, because the TV show lasted forever yeah. and was lasted, really good and was fantastic. Lasted longer than the war it was based on. Yeah. So I mean, he was a great guy with a, a fantastic character, and uh, uh, he was an ambassador for Star Trek right to the end. I guess if you got inter- um, autographs from him, he would draw Odo's bucket. Mm. Uh, so uh, he was yeah. a, he had a, was a voice in the last unicorn too. Yeah, yes, which he is was. My favorite he did movie. quite a bit of voice acting. I believe he was the skull. I just looked it up because I always thought he, he was the butterfly for some reason. I, I thought he was. Oh, the, the Robert skull. Klein was the butterfly. He was the skull. I, I love the skull. And <laughs> that's uh, how I felt the whole time I was sick. Was like I remember the taste. <laughs> the the one thing I the weird thing that I remember him from outside of Star Trek is a, he was Fraser's mentor on Fraser. Oh. That it's makes like sense. I think it's like one episode. Because if you think about it, Fraser is a lot like Clayton Endicott the third, his character from Benson. Do you remember Benson the nope. sitcom? Uh, Benson was a spinoff of Soap, where Benson the butler went off to be work in the governor's office for some southern state, and Clayton worked in the governor's office, and he was this sort of stuffed shirt Fraser like oh. character. That does make sense then. Hmm. So yeah, so yeah. sad news. Yeah. Yep. Did you have anybody else? Nope. That oh, was okay. my. That was my list. And you guys, nailed, you guys got them all. News wise, is that or did we go through everything? Oh no, we that have, was just no, trailers. No. That was just death. trailers. Let's and move death. on to the. Let's good get on news. to other nerdy news. Uh, George Miller's working on another uh, Mad Max movie. But oh. well, we knew that, but now it's closer to actually happening. Yeah, he's actually come out and said that he's been working on it, and, and he defended superhero movies as being movies. <laughs> Uh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, basically, it's like you know, like movies are movies are movies. It's like it might just not be your thing, 
Like he did the like he did the the friendly version of uh What are you whispering about? Nothing. <laughs> Keep talking. The the friendly version of uh defending superhero movies. We just found some new news. Oh, okay. We'll throw it in after. Yeah. Um oh, so Disney of course um set another record for uh Worldwide box office, you know, beat its own own previous record. Yeah, uh, recently it crossed the ten billion dollar threshold for so this year. I was just listening to a podcast about this as well, and so with uh, Frozen Two, Disney has had six billion dollar grossing movies, and Star Wars hasn't come out yet this yep. year. <laughs> so, uh, seven <laughs> movies in a single calendar year that will gross over a billion. That's because dollars. they own everything. Also, we should go see Frozen 2 on Saturday. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, we've got a bunch of movies and a bunch of stuff to do. I haven't seen a movie since August. Okay. Seriously, the last movie I saw in theaters was Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't see that. Because but... I have been not here for six months. Now. I understand. <laughs> uh, am I the only one in here that watches uh, Sabrina on Netflix? Yeah, I, I almost meant to, and I never got around to okay. it. Okay, well, season three, uh, or part three, as they call them, comes out uh, January 24th. Uh, so, well, we mentioned that Brazil Comic-Con, there was yes. uh, CCXP. So, apparently, at a panel on the weekend, Kevin Feige was there yep. and was talking about everything that they're doing with Disney+, Plus and that uh, he said that Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk will all be ready for Disney Plus towards the end of next year. Wow. Yeah. A lot sooner than anyone expected. We haven't even heard any casting rumors yet. Yeah. Which makes me think that, you know, we're getting, you know, they're filming Falcon and Winter Soldier right now. They're probably, they're getting start, ready to start the WandaVision. Which which comes first, WandaVision or Loki? I think WandaVision. Yeah. Loki's one of those ones they can kind of film at any time because it doesn't connect to anything directly, I don't think. Uh, Thor 4. Uh, maybe, but he's dead. Sort of, kind of. And maybe. it's the Lokis from <laughs> the alternate timeline. Yeah. Right? yeah. It doesn't appear. So we don't really know. And there's the rumor that there's that woman who's been cast to play Loki as well. I haven't yep. heard that one. So I've heard that. It's... So it could be, yeah, it could be Loki's journeys through the multiverse which could then tie it into the Doctor Strange movie so I thought I'd heard that Loki had gotten a subtitle too oh no I I hadn't heard that one I haven't heard that last time I saw it was just Loki still with written in all kinds of different letters (laughs) but uh, so that's so that was interesting news. So yes. should we uh, roll that right into the the Marvel television news? Loki gets a new working title it is of course, they put it at the end of the oh working title, meaning the title that the show's being produced under. Oh, uh, that doesn't count. Yeah, it's called River Cruise. <laughs> no, so, Architect. It's called Architect. That's not uh, actually the name of it. So, as uh, we kind of figured would happen a number of episodes ago, Marvel Television is now no more. Yeah, it is being rolled into completely into the stu- under the studio, and they're they're moving some people around into different divisions, and some people are leaving. Uh, while nothing official has been announced, still it sounds like Jeff Loeb is heading out the door. Yeah, which is now and a, a few projects have been canceled, but anything that's already in production is going forward. Yeah, just under the different banner. 
Oh, and Feige did confirm that Loki will tie into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay, so. so. That makes sense. Because even One Division's supposed to tie into that, too. Yeah, did you yep. see the new poster for that? For one? No, I didn't see that. I heard I heard about it. It's like very... Uh, it's very 50s. Yeah. Oh, but with the silhouettes are like their superhero forms? No. Oh. There's uh, a new one. Okay, so uh, I've only seen that one yeah. that you're talking about. Very fifties. That's a good question. We don't. We don't it. know because Wanda's hopefully Wanda's shit not crazy. going crazy. I don't want to see a another Wanda, or at well, least not crazy for a long. Vision is still of time. dead. Maybe the whole thing is in her brain because well, she's gone. Nah, or she altered back. reality to bring him back to life, and and now it's the fifties. And now it's then they're living in a fifties sitcom. Yeah. Cool. Hi, Petra. Um, uh, do, 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 next. Do. next. Uh, so another merger finally completed. <laughs> uh, CBS and Viacom are uh, have have they they're back together again. I didn't think they were apart. Yes. No, they, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They 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 were apart. They came apart a few years ago, like back in the early two thousands. I think uh. I, read, I read. So if I'm understanding this correctly, that means all of Star Trek is once again under the same. Umbrella. Umbrella, yes. So movies and TV. Yeah. Plus now you know that CBS uh, All Access. What was their streaming service? CBS called? All Access has even more stuff to be out there on you know to make their customers want to buy it. Because uh, Viacom owned a bunch of TV networks too, MTV and yep. Nickelodeon. And well, Viacom owned is part you know they're the parent company for Paramount. Yes. So, you wonder what that has the. If that'll affect some of the there because there's a couple Nickelodeon so uh, Netflix deals right now too. Apparently, when the split happened, it was because Paramount or Viacom was the big deal, right? Like Viacom was making more money, CBS was seen as inferior. It was yeah. the TV channel. Now, ten years have gone by, and CBS is the hotter brand, right? Which C- is weird. CBS has been the number one network television yeah. uh, television network for the last and 20 Paramount's years. had a bunch of stumbles in the last couple of years, right? Uh, really, all that Paramount has going forward is the Mission Impossible franchise, yeah, and I, I guess Impossible the Star Trek Star film Trek. franchise. But even then, so the last Star Trek didn't do to expectations, no. right? So, so whereas the CBS run Star Trek television series are doing well enough that there's now four of them, yeah, you know, so we'll see. And they're not yep. even on TV; they're on their they're on their, their streaming their pay, services, the pay service. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, oh, so ABC will air a primetime special celebrating Marvel's Stan Lee on December 20th at 8 p.m. Oh, that's cool. It's going to be like a one-hour special. Like just like a bio, like a biography type thing? That's you a one-hour special yeah. on primetime celebrating Stan or, Lee. I, it, probably, have, it'll probably be a small bio. It, it's awesome. Talking about Stan. It's awesome, but at the same time, it's like I really hope that the other creators involved in the comics get a like a little bit of service in it. Like you know, what, Stan was very important. Don't get me wrong, but so was Steve Ditko, and yeah. especially Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. Like without Jack and Steve, you don't have Marvel Comics either. No. Like it, it's. It took a, a bunch of people. It yeah. wasn't just Stan well, Lee doing everything. Hopefully, the, the, you know, the, the man passed. He was a celebrity. He was the face of Marvel That's Comics. That's part of it, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're just, you know, I assume it's going to be celebrating his life and his achievements and, what his, and his influence, not hopefully without 
stomping on, on everybody, the, the yeah. legacies of everybody else was who it, worked on the same thing. Yeah. So that's coming uh, this later this month. Oh, uh, did you guys see the new Disney Plus uh, Star Wars show they announced? The game show? The kids' game show. Is it announced? Oh, I yeah. heard no, it's been something announced. about it, but... Yeah. Uh, it's called uh, Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge. There was a Nickelodeon show in the 80s. Yeah, there, there's a, there was there's a whole, whole bunch of yeah, them. Yeah. So it's that with a Star Wars overlay. In theory. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be hosted by uh, the by Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. By the actor who portrayed <laughs> oh, Jar Jar Binks. Okay. Ahmed Best. Uh, oh, and some news that I just read today. Uh, so we got a uh, a release date for Matrix Four. Yes, I saw obviously that. a tentative yeah. release date of, of May twenty first, twenty twenty one, which the is? same weekend as John Wick 4's release date. One of them's gonna move. I'm I'm it's all Keanu all the time. That like it's, they're not gonna be that dumb. <laughs> and honestly, in that battle, uh, John Wick is gonna win. Is Keanu confirmed for? Yeah, Matrix Four. Yes, yeah. in, that was in the some big sort thing of role. Is, yeah, one of the big the big points like, that they came out with when they announced it. Him and Terry Moss are both signed yeah. on for it, and but one they of the have Wachowski, been, Wachowskis. Yes, it's only one. Uh, so interestingly, um, there's an explanation why only one of them is doing it. In the that my geek pick from last episode, Doc Frankenstein, mm-hmm. the intro is wit- written by uh, Lana Wachowski, and she mentions that. Her sister is now take is not no longer interested in making movies at the moment. She has gone into painting. Oh, okay. So that her. that explains why she hasn't really been involved in the Wachowski projects in the last little. Like she she stepped away from Sense Eight during her transition period, but I guess for the moment she is done with filmmaking. So, and where, whereas the other one wants to make more movies and <laughs> is starting off with the thing that uh, got them noticed. Stop playing with the airbag. I was going to say, give me that. Thank you. Do you want me to pop it? No. I'm going to pop it. <laughs> He's been crimple, 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 crimple. It's been fun. Ow, I stabbed myself. That's why I didn't. I told you not to do it. It's not like... There we go. Now it's dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's pretty much it. There that was, was some, our brief um, commercial break. There was some, uh, some Star Wars Galaxy's Edge news. Did you want to take it or? Sure. So Star Wars, in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge news, the Rise of the Resistance ride opened uh, last Thursday as we speak, December mm-hmm. the 5th. Um, You've been desperately avoiding all I videos have, on it. I will admit to have listened to a ride through, but I have not seen any actual oh, images okay. of it yet. It came up on a podcast I was listening to. Uh, I so watched a little plugging your ears. I watched a little one, but it wasn't a complete ride through. It was just kind of like a few quick highlights. Apparently, it is phenomenal. It is the best thing Disney has done in decades, apparently, and that includes the Avatar ride that people said that about two years ago, uh, and the entire Shanghai Disneyland Park, which people said about four years ago. Uh, but uh, so. Hollywood Studios has had a posted opening time of 8 a.m. since the attraction opened. Uh, people on opening day started lining up at 2. Uh, they started letting people into the park just after 6. And that seems to have been the case ever since. So even though the posted opening time is 8, they're letting people into the park by 6.30 in the morning. Nice. Um, 
There, Watch the sun rise over the twin like, spires. Unlike the fiasco with Hagrid this summer at Universal, where people stood in a ten-hour line and are still standing in lines that long, what That's Disney has still done in line ever since it opened. Yeah, what Disney has done day. has switched to a virtual queuing system. So when you enter the park. You join a boarding group and you wait until your boarding group is announced, and then mm-hmm. you have a two-hour window to get back to the ride, to ride it. Um, so even uh, though the park isn't open until eight officially, at six thirty in the morning when you do get to go into the park, all the rides are open, so you can go and do everything else while you wait for your boarding. Co- uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's been good. Um, there have been a few technical hiccups uh, of the first couple of days within the first hour of park operation. The ride has gone down and they've had to evacuate and they've given everybody fast passes to come back the next day to ride it yeah. because uh, because there have been technical At least they're hiccups. taking care of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Which sucks though if you aren't coming back the next day. Well, yeah. Yeah. But um, it, it's kind of to be expected on a ride this um, this technologically advanced. It's it's not just one ride. It's four different ride systems that uh, that have been merged together. To yeah. One. To me, it's a ride. You want to wait until all the bugs are cleared. I don't know. When I watched the little clip that I saw, the little car you're riding in is driven by a droid. It is. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that vehicle attaches to another vehicle, and yeah, crazy things. And then there's happen. like rows of animatronic stormtroopers. At one point, I've heard that Kylo Ren comes after you, and yep. you see his lightsaber burn through a wall. Cool. That's awesome. So yeah, so that is what what's going on there at uh, at uh, Galaxy's Edge. Is there something else that you had? Well, yes, they announced uh, when the official opening for Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh will yes, be. that's the hotel, the hotel, the hotel experience, oh. which. Is that uh, the one where it, you're like, it's like a LARP? Yes. It is, ah. yeah. It's a two-day experience. Yeah, it's not a hotel in the traditional sense. It's more like a cruise ship experience. Yeah, because you can't anywhere. leave, right? Like, it's not like you well, can go they're on. They're not the, forcing you to stay. No, but you, you but, can't, like, go to, like, leave the hotel and go on the rides and stuff and then come back. No, what you're paying for is a fully immersive two-day Star Wars adventure. Yeah. Uh, Which I must admit, still kind of want to do. So that is on track for 2021. So I'm hoping it might be by summer, early summer 2021. That's an expensive (laughs) birthday, dude. It's my 50th and you only turn 50 once. So if I can find a few people who would be interested in sharing a room with me. Hello, and uh, and saving their. I think he means us. Saving their quatloos to pay for this. I think it could be. Can fun. you dress up in the hotel part? Because you can't in the oh, park. Oh, you're given a qu- Yeah, you're given a you're costume. Given- I want to oh. be Baby Yoda. You're given a costume. Yeah. So, like a cruise ship, your your fee foreign. isn't just for your room. It's for it includes your yeah, food, food and, and it includes your entertainment and it includes. Right. And you do have a stop uh, at the outpost that is Batu. Batu that is, you know, Galaxy Edge. How much oh, did you okay. say it was? It's about three thousand dollars a two person. Days. No, no. Oh, uh, we're I, I can't remember exactly. If it was three thousand dollars for all four of us, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> uh, let me look it up. 
but three thousand dollars a person means okay, Brent, have fun. I'll be here. <laughs> there I you want permission. I don't want to get divorced. No, According that's that's a trap. Oh. <laughs> that means you come I, home I, and there's I, a house I know full of cats. I know, I know it's been a while, Ryan, but <laughs> that, that is not permission. <laughs> This is from this summer, and according to a Disney rumor site, but not confirmed by Disney, the cost of the resort would be a two-night, three-day stay would start at $3,300 per person, and a cabin with five passengers would be $7,200. So So we get one more person. So we we start a Patreon now, (laughs) a Kickstarter. U.S. Keep in mind. What did so you that's, say was seventy two? Fourteen fourteen hundred and fifty dollars a person. Two. For two days. Two nights, three days. Yeah, and time Does two that for include us. Per, uh, admission into the park? Because the no. hotel is on the park grounds. It includes admission to Batu. Uh, no, you don't get to do the rest of the park. You just well, get to time do Star to get Wars a second. Thing. So job. for uh, all those people who are thinking of uh, donating money to us for this cause, we will we will podcast every night from there because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we will podcast Wi-Fi. the crap from, out of that trip from a galaxy far, far away. away. Yeah. In character, yes. I just got to come up with a better name than Mando the Mandalorian because that's the only thing that popped in my head. That one's already taken. Just go to so that. So that's s- not confirmed yet. Of course, that's yeah. The, 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 it could get pushed back. Just go to that. We'll just go on a, on a half uh, on a discount. Star Wars name that you always do. Fuggly ass Jaro. No, that's Dave Paulson's. I love uh, that name. <laughs> asshole Star Wars name. <laughs> I want to be a ass Jaro. It was in a role playing game we we played. He was a bounty hunter, I think. Nice. I'm gonna either be Baby Yoda. A Jawa or a Porg. I don't think you can be an animal. Well, well Baby Yoda's not an animal, I suppose. But neither's a Jawa. That's racist. I... <laughs> so she's got you there. You know, you're gonna have lightsaber training. Me, you're gonna be able to visit the ship's bridge. You're going to be able to interact with. Maybe I was just raised by Jawas. Maybe. It sounds. It sounds like the like ultimate. Uh, I was thinking like Captain the ultimate Karen LARPing experience. Mm. No, no, it sounds. I awesome. love you puzzle because I don't know what you're like, talking about. Honestly, the cost is terrible. I do actually. I read books. No, no, you're going to pay sim- a sim- almost a similar price for a cruise experience. Yeah. So. Okay. Anything else in the news? Not in my I news. Got, I got one more piece. Go for it. So what you got, Brent? Uh, I picked up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 100 today. Ooh. Oh, I picked up a comic book Then I'll talk about today, too. But one of the interesting pieces of news that was announced via the comic book was an ad for something called Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, mm-hmm. listed about- as creators Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, yep. which is the, will be the first time that they've worked together on... Well, I think... Uh, on uh, No, sorry will be the first sort of comic they've worked on. They have done a cover for uh, 100. One of the exclusive covers is Eastman and Laird. But And I must say, uh, okay, let me straighten out something for people who have the internet here. The Toys That Made Us is laying claim to get say. them back together to yeah. do this. <laughs> the documentary Turtle Power did the exact same thing five years before they did. Yeah. So mm. they, they've... They've been getting along for a while. They've been doing uh, like convention dates to, in certain places together, doing signings. So, but it, it'll be kind of cool to see them working together again. I, I really hope that they do art together. It's not just them doing writing because that's 
mainly what Eastman's been doing the last little while. So, yeah, I picked up Superman eighteen today. Ooh. Oh, I just read about that. Why? I don't know anything about it. Uh Superman has outed himself. He po- called a, a press conference and, and put on a pair of glasses. And, and everyone went, oh my god, actually, no. he does. Well, not at the press conference, uh, no. Huh? No, in his interaction. So he's, during the book, you see him kind of telling the, the close pe- the people close to him. Like you see you, you see him tell Perry White, but there's no words. It's really, it's like, like four or five panels. It's pretty interesting. Like you see him go into his office, and, and then one panel, and then he opens up his shirt to reveal you know, his ass, and then you see kind of like Perry gesture to him, like, you know, kind of like, you know, you know, stop, and then he comes around, and you know, you see next to you see him around the desk, and they're like hugging, like embracing. Aww. Um, the Jimmy Olsen one was pretty good because he takes him to a rooftop. I guess he was uh, doing some cra- photographing a crime scene in Gotham, and so he pulls him onto like this rooftop in Gotham, and he, Jimmy's all like, "Oh, this, you look really great in this light," and wants to take pictures, and and he said, "No, no, I need to talk to you." He's like, "Oh." Or on a rooftop in Gotham. Is it one of those kind of talks? Or like, <laughs> and so he, you know, he's like, he literally takes out his glasses, puts them on, and he's like, I want you, you can take the picture, if you can publish it. And he's like, What are you talking about? All I see is Superman with glasses on. <laughs> like, he's totally messing with them because apparently Lois already told them, already told them like that morning <laughs> because she's, and her explanation is that she's known Jimmy longer than, Clark. than, Clark, than yeah. he has. And, so she wanted to break the news that they've been lying to him and stuff. I thought it'd be funny. It's like he puts on the glasses. And they're like, get out of the way, Clark. I was just talking to Superman. And he takes <laughs> off. He's like, oh, my God, where did Clark go? He puts it back on again. He's like, oh, there you are, Clark. Uh, so, yeah, so it ends up ending with him going through this whole big explanation of his, you know, of his history and his reasonings for having his identities. It, it's very much um, an allegory to coming out of the closet, like how it's written, because hmm. I, I read a chunk of it today. And it, it follows along those same sort of beats. Mm. It'll be interesting to see where the story goes from there. Yeah. Now that everybody knows who he is. There's supposed and to be... whether or not it even matters. Well, it sounds like there's going to be at least a couple one-shots, a heroes and a villains one-shot. Uh, because it does end with, like, you see the heroes kind of see, watching this press conference. And then you see the villains. And, like, you see, like, Brainiac turn to, like, Luther and say... How did you not know this was going to happen? No, how did you not know this? And then the next issue is Luther going, hey, I'm a crazy villain. Woo! Well, Luther's sitting there. He's, like, he's pissed. <laughs> so I'm sure. Which yeah. is kind of interesting because in the uh, Batwoman episode of Crisis, Luther is going, the, the Luther from Supergirl is going across the universes killing Superman and comes across the Smallville one. And the Smallville one has given up his powers, unbeknownst to Luther. So Kryptonite doesn't affect him at all. How? Uh, never mind. It, we'll it, get into it's a it's a no no it doesn't. Thing. Yeah. But he says something along the lines of like, yeah, I don't don't know some blah 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 blah. I'm just Clark Kent raising a family, and then Luther mentions something. It's like it's amazing that like how it's different in universes and how Clark Kent Superman here and in my universe he's a like a wiener. He's a bumbling <laughs> idiot. It's like. Who's the idiot? Like, how are you not putting two and two together? Like, you have the book of fate. You're reading through the book of fate. How do you not realize that your Superman is also Clark Kent? Like all these other ones you've been killing. I, I did laugh at the point, part where uh, Luther still attempts to kind of hit him, and oh. Clark punches him just, in the face. He's like, "Oh, still stronger." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he is still a farm boy. You know, he's still yeah. built. Like he's, 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 he's pretty chopping wood for the last two days. Yeah. Yep. So it was there. Yeah, it was a nice little cameo with uh, Tom Welling and, and Erica Durant as his as his Lois, and mm-hmm. they've got children, and that's why he gave up his powers to have children and raise a family and not Aww. be Superman. Yep. <laughs> I'd rather fly. <laughs> yeah, but that's Superman. You would be he... dangerous with Superman's powers. <laughs> why? I'm a good person. You're also kind of klutzy at times. <laughs> I noticed you're not denying it. Now imagine that glutziness, whereas like when you like trip and fall, you just sort of slide on your butt, but now your butt makes crater down all of our driveway, or you yeah, slip and fall and catch vision. on the car, and the car goes rolling into Brian's backyard. Yeah, but then I'd have laser vision to fix it. <laughs> yeah. So I bought that comic today, so, <laughs> and I read it. I think I would. Be I haven't read awesome my comics Superman. yet. I read a couple. I got turtles, and I, I just flipped through and saw that ad, and I'm like, "Oh, that's unexpected." So, well, see, I saw that ad online today. Yeah. Did I get any comics? No, actually, I only technically <laughs> got one comic this week. It was a light week for me, oh. but there was a Doctor Afra trade came out as well, so I picked that up. There was a cool. Doctor Afra comic that came out. I picked that up. Um, the other little bit of news is that the Doctor Who people had been so closed-lipped about when the new series was starting, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's going to start on New Year's Day. So, yep. oh, did, that, did we not talk about that last I time? I think it was a rumor. I think we were speculating. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Sorry. And then I didn't, even write, I didn't bother writing since that. Since the last episode, it's official, and it's not just a New Year's Day special. It is the first episode of Series 12. Yeah. And so we get part one. I think it's a two-part story, too. Part one on New Year's Day. And then part two on in its regular time slot, which is Sunday night. Do you think oh, is it uh, moving this, to Sunday nights? Yeah, it okay. moved to Sunday night last year. Was it Sunday? Night? I thought it was Saturday last year. Do you think this starts a new tradition of instead of the big yawn? No, they've big done yawn. they've done New uh, Year's before. The, uh, they but, did New Year's last year too. Yeah. Are they we doing didn't, a did Christmas get, special? I don't no. think we got a well, Christmas special last year. Did no, we, we got a New Year's special last yeah. year with the Dalek. I vaguely remember it. I gotta rewatch. Dalek that built itself out of scrap mm. metal on Earth. Yeah. I'm so behind on my Doctor Who. We still haven't actually watched that whole season we, with well, Jodie Whittaker. I was saying I to, have it on Blu-ray. I just haven't watched it. I was saying to Brent before. Uh, I feel like a bad Whovian. Before recording Whovian. that, like, there's like an overabundance of of nerd pop culture coming. We've got new Doctor Who, Star Trek, Star Wars, Expanse, and Lost in Space all coming within the next two months. See, there is so much TV show. I can't remember. I probably said this already. There are so many TV shows that it gives me anxiety <laughs> that I can't watch them all. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I want to watch them mm-hmm. all, so I start getting, like, anxiety panic attacks because oh. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's okay. Just pick pat, the pat, ones pat. that you really like, and but like, I can't because I want to see them all. We got to finish off Shira. Shira, yeah, we got to finish off Shira. That's been really good. And the but boys, see, I haven't, I haven't started the new Doctor season of Shira. That's why, like, for our our January show where we do like the favorites list. That's why I always <laughs> want to stress favorites because you can't watch or see or listen to everything no. anymore. No. They, I, I'm like even with my podcasts, I'm starting to have to go through and kind of weed some of them out. Oh yeah, it's just you know I'm not paying attention enough to this one anymore. Do I really want to bother listening it? It's, how did this get made in uh, 
last podcast on the left and the post wrestling network are like the ones that are, are always go to the top. But yeah. like I discovered on Spotify, those Wolverine podcasts that you talked about they're last good. year. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They're you know, they're there. doing Marvels right now. Marvels. I just don't know oh, if really? I can. Oh, cool. Yeah, that, but that's on Stitcher. It's on right? Stitcher Premium, yeah, the and it's the same formula that the Wolverine podcast use. Yeah, well, it'll show the... up on free in a free feed in six months. I don't know if I can see. I listen to most of my podcasts at work now. I don't know if I could listen to that and do my job <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Like because it's a story versus how just, did this get yeah. made in the wrestling ones? I can and not the be bad to those creators i can kind of like when i need to shove it in the background mm-hmm. of my hearing yeah and whereas something like that they're plot driven it's like yeah. an audiobook i don't know if i could listen to an audiobook while i'm at work either yeah. so no. well that's part of the reason why i only listen with one earbud when i'm doing stuff at work so i can still hear what's going on in the room while i'm listening to whatever podcast if i'm listening to a, or music while i'm working mm-hmm yeah, you've got to prioritize. There are shows that I know I need to watch right away because I don't want to miss out on the cultural conversation about it. <laughs> like the, the Mandalorian. The moment is Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, then there are shows that they're dropping in a binge that I'm like, why are you binging? Why are you? Why, why can't you go to the weekly? I like the weekly. Like the like Expanse. The expanse. Uh-huh. Which, um, if I don't find a way to get access to it early enough on Saturday, uh, Friday, I may break into your house and watch TV on your Amazon Prime. Just so you know. You don't have to break anything. Just come in. I know. <laughs> I have the code. I can break the code. You know, just give us warning so we make sure Brent's wearing pants and it's all good. Well, I imagine by then you guys will be gone to work. Oh, why? When are you coming over? Friday morning. Well, Friday. Well, I'll be at work. Yeah. Why aren't you at work on Friday? He took the day off to watch The Expanse all day. <laughs> Jesus. No. I took the day off because I had a day off to use. Uh, okay. <laughs> And you have to and it use just it before January? I have to use it before the end of the month. I've already got time booked off later on this month. <laughs> so it was either this Friday, which is the 13th, which happens to be the Expanse release, or the Friday of uh, the you know, Star Wars release. <laughs> so it's like, well, I'm going to see Star Wars Thursday night. So I could have taken Friday off and just slept and stayed home, whatever. But then I can't go to work and pretend to spoil it for everybody like I want to because that's kind of fun. <laughs> Um, so I decided to take Friday the 13th off instead, and, uh, you know, being able to watch The Expanse is a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can come over and bring your own snacks. Oh, I, I would. Yeah, and extras for us. I don't know how much you'll get done, but how many episodes is it? How many episodes? The Usually they're like 10 episode seasons, I think, 10 to 12, or anywhere from that 8 to 12 yeah, range. Well, yeah, if you come over at 9, you can pretty much get the whole thing Well, done. no, I wouldn't plan on doing the whole thing. I, I I will be able to get access to it. Yes. It just depends on when. I even thought about uh, even getting my own at Prime, just so then when the Boxing Day deals come out, I can... I think... doesn't Don't they do, like, a free month trial? Yes, they yeah, do. Yeah, there are Maybe 10 that's episodes. what you should do, and then you get all the shipping on uh, Boxing Day yeah. as well. There are 10 episodes that drop on Friday. Nice. Or that will have dropped on Friday as you listen to this. Yes. The first episode is called <laughs> New Terra, And the second episode is called Episode 2. <laughs> That's a very good And the fifth name. episode is called Episode 5. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's almost uh, spoilery. Almost. <laughs> They've already picked up the show for another season. Yeah. So. 
I have to watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm behind on that. Oh, I saw a trailer for that it when like I went to the movies yesterday. Out. It's so good. They, they're, Amazon is really doing a lot of in-cinema promotion for their streaming service. Yeah. I'm sure I saw a, a trailer for The Boys. Yeah. The Boys. Well, when we first got Amazon Prime, well, we had Amazon Prime, but when they first launched the video, it was awful. Like, they yeah. had nothing on there well it netflix all... when it first started didn't have yeah, any well, of they, its own stuff so but they've really done a good job of of putting in some original content oh and, i love and... good omens and yeah the Tick. yeah and uh, speaking of Jack which ryan is a great show i i choose to believe that uh the one of the universes that they went to in that first episode of crisis was the city in the tick because oh. remember how I said the trivia guy seemed familiar? It was Arthur. It was Arthur from the, the Amazon version of The Tick. Ha! He's hosting a trivia night like it's the dude who plays it. Yeah. And even he says that he choose, he, he tweeted out, because he does a uh, a podcast called Blank Check. Yeah. Which is about the the second movie a director does after they have had like a huge movie. And the studio basically gives them a blank, blank check, blank check and what goes on with it. So his tweet was, I now choose to believe that was either Arthur or my podcast are now canon in the DC universe. Nice. Uh, it was driving me nuts until I saw that. I'm like, shit, that's where I know I'm from. So in the th- after the third episode, they did another one of those... Uh, Aftermaths, where they're talking, you know, sitting with yeah. Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. and so they did. Uh, they pulled like from the Talking Dead formula, where they, you know, the in memoriam, where they show the superheroes or Earth the Earths that yeah. died in that episode. So they're going through and they're showing the different cameos and things like that. And then they threw one up, and it showed uh, Kevin Smith from Earth four twenty. Earth four twenty. That's pretty. Oh, most of those Earth numbers were jokes, though. Well, yeah, they were like so, Earth eighty nine, Earth eighty nine, and so uh, just a, as the quick cameo spoiler. I don't know if you heard about it or not. Lucifer shows up in the third episode. Yeah, so I, I heard, heard that, that. And yeah. so his Earth was Earth six six six. We had heard that rumored though. Right? Yes, that and then did. I guess he wrote about it today, kind of apologizing to people to his fans that he lied to because I guess. They said originally, yeah, no, they weren't going to be. He wasn't in it. He wasn't in it. Then it kind of got spoiled because I guess uh, some paparazzi caught him on set. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And then, well, yeah, he was. And in uh, it. and apparently, it it is his Lucifer, but it's Lucifer before the TV show Lucifer. Oh, is that is what he said? What he is kind of saying, or what they're oh, saying? Oh, okay, interesting. I haven't seen that episode yet, so. By, by the point this show is out, all of the episodes are out, I guess. So, Or at least all three all of those. The ones. first three, yeah. The next Spoiler. two are until January. But uh, it's been... It's been... They've been balancing, like, story and fan service pretty good. Like, I'm, like I mentioned to everybody here, it's kind of nice to see Brendan Routh get, like... You know, kind of get to finish the Superman that he never got to finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and remind you, like, yeah, he was good in that not particularly good Superman movie. In that like Superman that. movie, what was Lois's son's name? Was it Jason? I don't I think the don't... kid wasn't born. No, no he the, was. In, yeah, remember she had a kid? Yeah, because he pushed the piano across the boat. No, I don't remember. Super- yeah, it's been a while since you've seen it. You just remember the fight with the island, don't you? I liked that movie. <laughs> but not enough to remember there was a super-powered kid in it. <laughs> Me? <laughs> 
I don't remember. I don't know if he has a name or not. I want to assume well, must, he does. Kevin's looking it up. I only ask if it's Jason because... No, Jason was the... Um, oh. Yeah, no, Jason is the son. Okay, because there's a part where... Uh, I don't know if it was... Well, I guess it's in the second episode. Yeah, where he mentions a... Where, when he looks at... Lois has Jonathan, and he's looking and saying, oh, he looks like my son Jason. Yeah. I, I I do like how they're not avoiding the fact that actors are playing different parts in it. Like Adam meets him, the guy playing it, Superman yeah. is, well, and even, he's like, "So are you allergic to gluten too?" <laughs> like they're just making like little jokes out of it, and like just like to completely dispel. Like I remember, li- this is a comic book. Phone. I like yeah. the bit about. Um, when when Adam and uh, Sarah are at bar trivia, the question's about Jimi Hendrix. No, it's well, Janis Joplin. Well, what was Janis Joplin's last recorded song? Yeah. And they get it wrong. Because Adam had... Because the last recorded song was Little Robot Man. <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's like, oh, remember that time when we were at Woodstock and I had to like get her hair? Oh, she kind of saw me and, well, wrote a song called... And now we have the last song called... Little, Little robot, robot man, because he was tiny, flying around. They in did do an, They actually did do a Woodstock episode. Yeah, didn't they? yeah. yeah. it was the yeah. first episode of last season. season. And there was the, like a unicorn uh, running running loose on uh, Woodstock that would uh, rip people's hearts out. See, was, I really like Legends of Tomorrow. We didn't stop watching that too. Well, well we can see, too many up. shows. Yeah. Oh, too many shows. Did you see the image uh, and trailer for Star Girl that came out today? Yes, I saw it last night during the aftermath. They had that a nice didn't little... make your news. No, it didn't. Which Earth is she going to be on? Uh, she's on. Well, we don't post crisis universe. Well, she's well, part. Is it of... all going to be one Earth, or is well, it? Well, who knows? But she was. She, she. If anything, she's probably part of the the same Earth as. Well, I guess who knows? It's either the same Earth as the Titans, yeah, or the same Earth, or you know, the same as the CW verse, because it is a DC universe app show. First, by a day, by a day, they're calling it a CW show now, though, too. Yeah, well, it's because slowly that DC Universe app is just going to get folded into the HBO, the HBO app and Max. disappear. And then they'll announce that the Snyder Cut is coming too. Well, some people believe, you know, are speculating that uh, that Kevin Conroy's Batman is the Snyderverse Batman, who kills Superman. He does it later on, I guess. Uh, and and well, no, no offense to Kevin Conroy, but he he don't look like Ben Affleck at all. No. that's one of those aging things that like no, no, not the same actor, like not not remotely close. Yeah, because he wasn't quite Kingdom Come Batman. No, if and, anything, he was like kind of the Frank Miller Batman who won. Yeah, that's kind of what I was Instead thinking of too. Dark Knight Returns with Batman faking the heart attack or whatever, yeah. he ends up killing Superman instead. Especially the way he talked about how Superman, you know, was just you know listen to anybody if they had whatever a flag or this or that, you know, kind of like that made him sound like Superman from from Batman Returns. So one last news thing before we we close off this episode. Um, we don't like to get political here too much, but did you guys see the Trump video yet? Uh, the Trump Thanos video? Yeah. No, I didn't watch it. Whose dumb idea was that? I'm sure his... Okay, so there is a video that Trump's team put together. Oh, they put it together. Apparently. (laughs) Or at least they're retweeting it. Okay. At the very least. 
where they've superimposed Trump's head over Thanos in Endgame, where he does the snap. Although, this is the other thing, is like, hey, nerds who are not nerds, he doesn't actually snap anybody out of existence at that point. Iron Man beats him. Do they know that Thanos is the bad guy? See, that's the thing. He snaps and all these Democrats that are accusing him and trying to get him uh, impeached. impeached disappear in a really shitty After Effects version of dust. Well, then they, they should have used the other Thanos like when he snapped. Yeah. And turned pe- but I guess they didn't want to do that one because he had an axe in his chest. But... They don't know that Thanos it's like, is the bad guy. So they're... Uh, yeah, they don't understand that... that He's a mass murderer. And, like, and uh, what's his name? Jim Starlin came out today. Like, the, the co creator of Thanos was like, first, I was like, I felt disgusted. Secondly, he's like, does anybody realize on his camp that Thanos is the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just. I saw the one where. <laughs> <laughs> See, I saw the video and I saw the headline about the you know the creator coming out against it. I was but just I didn't curious, realize but... that. So I figured there was something going on with it, but I I didn't realize that it was Trump's own camp because I assumed you know the you know somebody against Trump. I'm not put sure, his face on fair, Thanos. I'm not to... sure if they made it, but they're definitely retweeting it and stuff. I'm I well, think they like his the message. Has retweeted. They like it. the message of the Democrats disappearing. So <laughs> well, I, I saw a picture that Trump retweeted of him on Rocky's body. His face on yeah. Rocky's and, body. And, and, that was his and, Thanksgiving day. Yeah. And claiming that one wasn't photoshopped. That it was real. Oh, oh my god. I, I, I know you still have time to go, our American listeners, but please don't vote for this man again. You're not going to survive the next round. It doesn't matter. We are living in the darkest timeline, so it doesn't matter. Whatever. Just go we, with the flow, people. I really wanted Superman. <laughs> I need a beacon of hope. <laughs> I left my cape at home. Sorry, Brent. I'm not allowed to be Superman. Nope. No, you're Apparently, not. I'm not responsible. If it makes you feel any better, there's a list of people who I I know that shouldn't have superpowers. Um, I think I, bet I you, would be fine. Uh, I think I think I we're both think, on that list. I don't <laughs> think he listens, but my friend Dave Polson, the the standard response from any of us when like every once in a while that like, what superpower would you like or would you want is uh. Mental power stronger than Dave Polson's mental powers. On off chance he gets them, because we know he'll go dark side. We played a role playing game once where it was like, "Yeah, you're not allowed to have superpowers in real life, yeah. Dave." So the way I act in when we play a role playing game does not necessarily reflect how I will behave if I actually had superpowers. I didn't say you would light everybody on fire like you do in role playing <laughs> games. I like being a sorcerer. Alrighty. Well, that Oof. that's it for this episode. Other I think that was a good one. Geek picks. Oh, anybody want to start? I'll start. Okay. What's your geek pick? I went with my friend and saw the musical Anastasia, and it was fantastic. Did it have the little bat sidekick? It did not, and that's funny because I texted her and I went, "Is Bartok in this?" And she went, "No." And so neither then I started. Is, uh, neither is the right? undead Rasputin. Aww. So it's <laughs> it's more quote unquote historical, I guess. Boo. So it takes place. It starts with you know the revolution and um, the, the murder of the Romanovs. You don't see that obviously because you know musical, family friendly. And then it mostly takes place in 1920s 
uh, Leningrad, and then eventually they go to Paris. And it's if you've seen the movie, um, it's the story of Anya, who is a girl and uh, a con man and an ex-noble uh, decide that their ticket out of Leningrad and to the freedom of Paris and also get some money mm-hmm. is to take this girl, Anya, and convince her that she is the Grand Duchess Anastasia so that the Duchess's grandmother, who's been living in Paris and avoided the slaughter, will pay them a lot of money for returning their her granddaughter. Which, interestingly enough, also based on real life a little exactly, bit. Exactly, yeah. Not quite the so same there story. Was, but... There was a, a, a famous historical hoax of a, of a woman who claimed to be Anastasia. Um, to the point where one of the, the living relatives yeah. did say, like, no, this is her. Yeah, which it wasn't, unfortunately. Well, we found out, like, even years, like, she had passed away by the time the, the they had found Anastasia's body. And, yeah, and yeah, DNA and, and evidence proved that Anastasia was murdered with the rest of the Romanovs. But anyway, this musical, back onto the light, uh, family-friendly part, mm-hmm. um, is really good. If you like musicals, the music is beautiful. They do a it's, they do this really cool thing with the backdrop where in most musicals and plays, you know, the sets are constantly changing. Uh, um, mm. But in this one, they had the backdrop was I guess giant LED screens. So when they were in Leningrad, they were playing street scenes and there was cars going by. There's oh. a whole part where they're on the train from Leningrad to Paris, and so they had a like a train car in the middle that they were on singing and in the back it was train tracks going back and forth like you could see the the landscape but then when they turned the street or they turned the, the car that the actors were on the background changed too so you could it was always like you were driving on the train and it was really well done so you know when there was snow when there was uh the revolution with gunfire there was all the lights and fireworks going off it was spectacular to watch huh. Um, so I did, and the music was so good. I really enjoy all the songs. It gave me chills, some of them. Um, I just looked a quick, did a quick look at Mervish.com, and it looks like it's only here until January the 12th. Mm-hmm. So so you've only got a couple weeks from the airing of this episode to yeah, get tickets and go see it. I think you should, though, because it was fantastic, and I would strongly recommend it. All right. That was my geek pick. Well... I went out last night and saw a film that uh, I think deserves some talking about, and that is Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. It, you can recommend it, but don't spoil it because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and, and it's one really of those ones I do want to see. Here, I want to see it. It too. is super fun. It's not. It's not laugh out loud funny, but it is a very clever murder mystery, Agatha Christie type uh, uh, locked house mystery. Uh, basic plot patriarch dies whole family is suspects because they're all dicks or a lot of them are dicks and then there's also the nurse who is also a suspect Uh, and Daniel Craig is having the time of his life playing Benoit Blanc the uh, southern uh, southern southern gentleman southern gentleman private investigator was he a private investigator? Yes. Detective? He's, okay. a mis- he's mysteriously hired uh, anonymously with a, an envelope full of cash to just show up and uh, investigate the, the death of, of the patriarch of the family. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is great in it. Christopher Plummer is great in it. Chris Evans is 
the least Captain America e he can be. Yeah, just looking at the trailers, he looks uh, like he's a hoot. Yeah, it, uh, Don Johnson is having a career renaissance this year because Don he's, Johnson is great. So in this what? Movie. What have we seen him in? He's been in Watchmen this year. He was in. Uh, he's in Knives Out, and there was something else he appeared in earlier this year. I'm trying uh, to remember what it was. I'm not sure. I'll look, I'll look it up. But anyway, uh, it's it's just. Uh, I won't say that. That you can't figure it out. It's not like a, a brain burner of a puzzle. Yeah. But uh, Ryan Johnson is known for making movies that play with format and formula. Yep. And you get to see the events of the evening told from many different people's points of view and perspective. And it always leaves a little doubt in your mind as to what actually the truth is. Um, it's just It was just a lot of fun. And I had a great time at the movies last night and it was it, it was about a half full theater on a tuesday night it did so. really well opening weekend though uh, it's been number two for the it, last two yeah. weeks uh, there was i think little, it's also cheaper than frozen oh i think so. it's gonna make its money back and i think that we're gonna see daniel craig make a lot of benoit blanc movies well that seems years. to be the rumor is if this yeah. does well enough this will probably turn into a franchise with him being a detective yeah which I'm all for. Yeah, it, yeah. I really it, like him a, as an actor. Yeah, he's like a Poirot type detective, a fancy Southern gentleman, and uh, I, I really had a good time at Knives Out. It, it reminds you of Clue, you know, big yeah. old house with secret passages, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, go see Knives Out. Ninety-seven percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which is much better awesome. than the other movie that we couldn't think of. He was in Vault. That's the other movie he was in this uh, year that's come out. I don't even know it got what like that a is. five point uh, something out of ten. Maybe I'm thinking 10. of he's he's also in uh, he was also in Machete, but that was quite a that few was a while years back. ago now. Uh, last year he was in Dragged Across uh, Dragged Across Concrete. I've heard good things about that movie, but it has Mel Gibson in it. He so, was in um, the Book Club. Yeah, so there's nothing yeah. that's jumping out. Apparently, though, from looking at this uh, upcoming projects, he has an in production Nash Bridges project. So I don't know if they're bringing that series back or what. Do you I remember that show? I heard something about it, yeah, and he has an ownership stake in it. Yeah, so. it was, uh, and Chong. Yeah. Cheech no, Chong? Cheech was on. Cheech was on. Yeah, Cheech Except Mary, yeah. for, I always point to the ultimate episode, which had Tommy Chong, yeah. the guy who played Tubbs in uh, Miami Vice was in it, and the guest starring villain meatloaf yes <laughs> it was just one of those like they they just pulled out all the stops for this particular episode of nash bridges one of the trailers i saw before the movie let me just see if i can find the name of the film it just looked really good and it's the new hugh grant is in it he plays a mobster and nobody has put hugh grant's filmography on the on wikipedia uh, and it's um, it's guy um, guy Richie's new movie. Oh, uh, and it just looked like fun. It was like a a, a, a fun. So what guy Richie movie. scheduled right after Aladdin, just in case things didn't go his way. Uh, what was it called? I'm just trying to find it here. Uh, yeah, because I it wasn't until they they said in the trailer that it was Hugh Grant that I did not that I realized it was Hugh yeah. Grant. Uh, I, I can't find it. Okay, so I'll edit out that whole joke. No, uh, <laughs> well, here I found. Is it the un- no? One of those movies? 
No, those are TV. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Are you sure? You're not making I'm sure it's up? Hugh Grant. Oh, is it The Gentleman? The Gentleman. That's it. The Gentleman. That's a 2020 release. Yes. Your uh, geek pick, Ryan. Uh, so I was struggling to, 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 to come up with, to narrow it down. But by the time this airs, uh, Watchmen will have finished. And I'm picking Watchmen as my uh, the, the series that it's we've been, been watching really on HBO. It's really good. I've been surprised at yeah. how good it is. It it started off a little like, interesting, but weird because like, well, how is this connecting to yeah. everything? Like, like originally, uh, I'm my only on episode four, so no, don't worry. well, no. no so my my the first two episodes, I'm like, this is cool, but this really could have been anything, and yeah, then it, didn't it really necessarily need to be in the Watchmen universe, tying into the comic book. Because by the time you get to the, I guess it's well, this how many episodes is it? We're on the last episode next yeah, week, which is nine. nine. So we're at so eight. when you, once you get to seven, then things really like seven things really start to get interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when things really start to, to like the pieces start to connect in the puzzle, and then like seven. They got a, and then the, eight. I can't wait for nine. Yeah, I, I, they I wanna, just got a lot of work to do. Is the only thing like there's a lot of loose ends and if this is it. Right, yeah. like now, as I am partial to saying, dump trucks of money can change anybody's mind. Yeah. So this might not be it at the at the end of it. But if like they say, this is the this is it. One season, nine episodes. There's a there's a chunk of stuff they've got to get done next next episode. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to the finale and see how it wraps up. So that's uh, I've enjoyed it more than I thought because I was you know Watchmen's the Watchmen. Yeah, it's. The movie, I enjoyed it. The, the book, I enjoyed it. But I've only read the book once, and I think I've only watched the movie once. Like I haven't mm-hmm. gone back and wa- re- re-read or re-watched either one of them. I watched the extended cut last year. Yeah, like, the, I don't even well, know if I could the, sit through the, the extended cut, cut in one sitting. Jen yeah. got it for me uh, for one of our anniversaries. And it's got, like, it has the... <laughs> The tale of the Black, Black Freighter, the animated movie. They, it's got those scenes inserted it to it, and yeah. and like all this uh, and extra footage and so, like it's. I don't know why it, it gets shit on because it is a fairly decent adaptation of the comic book. Oh no, it's a great as far as being the adaptation of the book. Like you can't give it fault it for that. It yeah. is except for you know, it changes the end, but it does it in a way that makes sense. Although, anyway, somebody just put out. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, a screenwriter who was attached to Watchmen before the version we saw got made. Yeah. And to the point where they did some screen testing with it, where they hired, like, known actors. So, Rain, Ray Winston, who we have seen, or Winston, uh, Winstone, the, the guy who is uh, the fat Warrior 3 in of the Warriors 3 in the Thor movies. Okay, yep. And he was the Punisher in Punisher Warzone. He was in Rome. He's been in a, a bunch of things. Uh, he's Rorschach in it, like in this test footage. It's the the scene where Night Owl comes out and he's eating beans in Night Owl's kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting to see somebody's like legit solid take on the same thing that we see from other people. Hmm. But yeah, so if you get a chance to uh, to put your eyes on uh, Watchmen, uh, I suggest you do it. My favorite character is Lori. I love her. I think she's awesome. Mm. 
Um, so for my geek pick, I'm doing a little bit of a flashback of sorts, but it's a recently released one. Oh. Is uh, Shout Factory slash Scream Factory's re-release of the John Carpenter classic on Blu-ray, Big Trouble in Little China. Ah, <sighs> uh, I love that movie so much. And it's like they've upgraded the visuals for it. It's not a 4K scanning of it, but not many people have 4K TVs yet, so... Eh. I know you do. Shut up. Um, but it also has a crap ton of extras to it. Like interviews with all the actors who you forget other than Kurt Russell who were in the movie. It's the, and like James Hong is it. Who mm. has been in so many movies. And like he talks about like like how he got into movie making and stuff like that. What I didn't realize about him, I just assumed he he was immigrated from China. He was born in Minneapolis. Mm. <laughs> so, it, but like lots of things like that because I'm an extra junkie. I love all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they they even talked to um, the guy who was one of the the stunt coordinators on the movie who was. Uh, You'd recognize him as the Asian gang member in Die Hard. Mm. He does a bit in it. Except his interview they do with him. I don't know if it was just a loud area or if he's deaf. Because his entire interview, he's yelling. (laughs) Like, he's legitimately yelling. Like, not like angrily, just like very Maybe he was just in a loud stunt before that. Yeah, it's hard to say. But, um, yeah, if you like Big Trouble in Little China, it's a great way to pick it up on a physical media format. And if you've never seen it before, I highly suggest going out and picking it up. It's a fun, fun movie. It's a weird, weird movie. Yeah, it's a little weird, but especially when you realize that Kurt Russell, despite being the star, is not the hero of the film. (laughs) But um, that brings us to the end of this episode. Yep. Um, next episode will be a right very, very merry Christmas, Christmas episode. So uh, we'll, it'll probably be sort of holiday themed. I'm guessing it'll come out after Christmas. It'll be on. Week. Christmas. Oh, will it be after Christmas? No. Then? Two weeks out? today is Christmas as we record. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah. right. Because so. yeah, yeah, this one comes out. Yeah, so this one come out on. Yeah. And I'm not sure when we're going to record the next episode. <laughs> we'll because figure the week it out. of Christmas is going to be insane for me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll Let's figure record it out. one without Brent. We'll figure it out. Yeah, hey, Let's you do might that have offline. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening and uh, join us for the Merry next Christmas. episode. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Bye. holidays, everyone. Bye. Set your phasers to sexy. been listening to the true north nerds recorded at the utility cupcake research kitchen reach the nerds on twitter at true north nerds on facebook under surprise true north nerds and you can reach them by email at true north nerds at gmail.com if you like the opening theme song it's called set your phasers to sexy by kirby crackle from the album sounds like you Please go to KirbyCrackleMusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.